It's because I had a baby, remember? Hey. hey. He's Earthside, in case you forgot, or if you're new here. I, I am Auntie Daddy. Auntie Dad. <laughs> if this is the first podcast you ever listen to, you're going to be real confused. <laughs> Maybe really intrigued. Who knows? Uh, that's like um, my one friend who was like, you said something about slurp noises and you had me in. <laughs> and, oh, or maybe, was it slurp noise or mouth noises, slurp noises? I don't know. It may have been the one episode where the table tried to eat your vagina oh yeah that probably. was a good time that was yep that was a well for you you didn't try to eat your vagina <laughs> or my nope, vagina i just tried really to eat did the with the baby <laughs> hey for any of you who um participated or took advantage of the sale um with angry gnome apparel oh. thank you so much yes, thank you um and if you didn't Sorry, but go check them out regardless. They have an amazing Halloween selection right now. And our stuff is still on there. Our stuff is still on there. And they do have another discount code for a 15% off fall sale thing going on, too. Not sure what that code is, but definitely check them out. Yeah, it's right on the top. Right on the top of their website. So, yeah, they've got got a really cool, um, the boys of fall, and it's all horror movie villains, and it's fantastic. There's... Scream, Freddy, Jason, etc. more. Chucky, I don't remember all of them. It's just they have such a wide selection. If you don't want anything spooky, they have like outside camping, kind of whatever, nature, nature stuff. It's just phenomenal. And we've told you in the past that the um, shirts are so pristine, like so comfy. Soft. Yes. True to size, not going to shrink. Um, and they're not, it's not like the designs are going to peel off or any of that. It's, no. it's just really well it's done. Quality shit. Yeah, thank you. That, <laughs> I was trying to find quality and it quality was nowhere in my brain. Shit so go to angrygnome.shop. And guess what? It'll be in our show notes. There you go. Always. Phil and Cassie, we love you guys. Yeah, thank you so much, Phil and Cassie, for yeah. promoting us and, yeah. um, and and collabing with us. And having our, col- our stuff on your website still thank you yeah, yeah. Thank you. we love you guys we love it so much we love you we love everyone so much Cats. um i don't know oh okay so on a different note today we hit eight thousand plays actually hey, eight thousand and one thanks don because don yes hey girl <laughs> but yeah she's like no it'll be eight thousand one just wait it's that rainy day i've been waiting for and she did she wanted to listen to the titanic episode because in case you don't, if, in case you're new here, because sometimes I forget that people don't just start with episode one. Um, I love the Titanic, and we did an episode because they're like, aren't you true crime? Not always, but most of the time, <laughs> true weird stuff. True for weird sure. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't covered any spooky places because our our homie Nate keeps me real busy. Because that's what today's episode to do. It's it's a it's a Nate Nate. Uh, what did I always say? Nate esque, Nate adjacent. Nate, you're the tits. Yes, we love you, Nate Dog. But before we jump into the murder, um, murder that will be foretold, um, spooky season is upon us, and we want to get your guys's paranormal, True being crimes. stalked by crazy, evil, demonic, uh, just paranormal, creepy, whatever stuff. Every and all... If you've experienced a true crime story, we did an installment um, a while ago called Buddy Babbles, where Mm -hmm. you guys sent your stories in to us. And I know a lot of podcasts do that, and I think it's really fun, because then it's like it shows um, different, just people from all walks of life. Um, 
And we've already got a good uh, chunk that have been sent to us. So thank you guys. I can't wait to do it. So I'm hoping. But we want more. Yes, we want more because I would really love for that to be our Halloween week episode. Yes. So that's a, that's we've got a couple weeks. So get those stories into us. Yes. You can email us. Email us bloodypapplespodcast at gmail.com. Slide okay. into our DMs. Yes. On I'm our... Shauna. This is Nicole. Hello. Marshall. Welcome Marshall. Here. Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> yes. I have a Facebook page. We've got our Bloody Babbles Bloody page. Babbles. You can message. You can message me on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I get both of those because I just, I handle them. It's just And honestly, easier. my Facebook page isn't like, it's not universal. It's not like anybody in the world can look at it. So you'd have to slide into my messenger other options correct yeah um, we'll check message message requests for sure (laughs) so if you're like so send me one before sending me a friend request or send me a friend request along with a message of hey i listened to your podcast i wanted to submit a story and i will absolutely friend you yep and uh did we just become best friends yes yes yes, we did (laughs) so please get those submitted to us prior to halloween so we can read them we want a halloween on this podcast for halloween week that tuesday tuesday oh yeah that tuesday sorry wow it's okay. We don't. You know do... what? It's fine. There's a kid on my boob right now, and I'm really focusing on that. <laughs> you can probably hear his noises because I mean, this mic catches a lot. So, Don, you're welcome. He's just nursing. It's fine. It's true. We almost had him um, pooping up his back for you, but we weren't recording. Yes. So. But sorry, Don. Sorry, sorry you missed that, Don. Sorry you missed that sound. <laughs> Don, we love you so, so much. much. <laughs> oh, and I love she. Uh, a couple weeks ago, she finally has been able to wear a T-shirt, so Yay, she got yeah. to wear her special t-shirt that we made for her and we made one yes. for her beautiful daughter as yes. well Nevaeh, so. we love you we love you so much. much we love you we love you love, love you both mooey, mooey, mooey. all right yes. okay now for not so happy wonderful things that we love okay um like i said it's a nate episode you know the third the silent uh, the silent partner of bloody bible's podcast <laughs> um so um i'm going to start off with this case was was to research oh nicole just read it I'm going to start off with how wild this case was to research, because that is grammatically correct. I skipped an entire three words, because it's all over the damn place. Um, the little I could find on her childhood was written by this lady from from her in prison. Wait, she, who is the lady? I'm kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. She's kind of a nutcase, but I'll let you decide what you feel at the end of all of this. Her name is Helen Harden Moore, because if you look up Helen Moore, you're going to get someone totally different. I figured that out when I was researching her. Okay. Um, but this takes... A majority of this story takes place in Palo Pinto, Texas. Okay, so she had a blog um, a few years ago. It's not up. This is just what I found on her. She had it in prison. And so this is where I got a lot of the information. Apparently she had a website at one point and it got hacked. I don't know if it was the same one, but it was just like HelenHardenMore.net, I think is what it was when I was researching her, because I like to try to find out about their childhood if I can before we jump into why she is in prison and why she thinks she doesn't belong there. So we'll see how y'all feel at the end, because I'm pretty sure I mentioned that. But yes, so Palo, I think it's Palo Pinto, Texas. I don't know. That's where she's incarcerated at. But anyways, let's dive into it. She was born November 15th, 1954. Why do you, is November 15th important to you, Shauna, in any way? Just kind of. Just a little. little. Not so much 1954, but more, more 2015. <laughs> 2011. 2011. Wow. November. That's her wedding anniversary, yeah, guys. It's fine. I am the man in their relationship, not remembering anniversaries. It's fine. It's actually but they actually like to celebrate when they got together, which is February 28th, mm-hmm. like March 1st, March 2nd. They celebrate for like four days. 
it's like the Ides of March (laughs) (laughs) for their relationship. (laughs) But anyways, but yeah, November 15th, 1954, not when my brother and sister-in-law got married because neither of us... Which was 2011, not 2015. I'm a fucking idiot. It's fine. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Welcome to Shauna. She was born in Graham General Hospital in Young County. She lived there for 42 years of her life, uh, and I reference this a lot about how this is the article that she wrote. Um, in the article she last wrote, she was um, supposedly she was 60, so as of 2021 she would be 67, so this is um, seven years ago that um, the website was last up to date. Okay. So on another article I found it said it said her, 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 her site was hacked, so this information is wishy-washy, but we continue because... It's what I could find because, like, I, I, I did quality research for once, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't find a lot, but I tried. I tried real hard. appreciate the trying. Yes, because I like, like I said, I like to find out about their youthness. I'm fine. Her dad, Gene, um, died in 1994, and then her mother, Pauline, is was a cancer survivor. So when she was 60, her mom was a 90-year-old. I don't know if her mother is still alive. That would make her 97, which I think would be amazing. Um, especially for someone who survived cancer. Yes. Um, she said her parents raised her to be a God-fearing woman in a God-loving home. She states they were hard, a hard-working family. She had a love for children and animals from a young age, and she also loved nature. She's a Christian and had Native American on her dad's side. Like I said, I took this from that article that, or the blog that supposedly she wrote herself. So if I sound like I'm talking for her, it's because that's how I typed it out. Um, she was an office manager and an assistant to an optometrist at one time. She was also an assistant to an orthodontist, so eyes and teeth were her thing uh, for nine years, is how long she was with the orthodontist. She uh, later went on to work for Burkett Industries as a secretary and an office manager, so lots of different jobs over the course of her life. Um, and then she worked as a professional landscaper for 11 years, so... She's like a jack-of-all-trades. Wow. Um, and then she goes on to birth three children, two boys and a girl. I thought you were saying she goes on to murder. I'm like, well, yeah, she is a jack-of-all-trades. That, too. <laughs> Every time. Every time. It looked like that light flickered in there. I'm fine. Mm. Every time Shauna's here, something happens in our freaking... We're in our basement. This is where we record. And last time it was because the light wasn't on, but it seriously looked like the light just flickered in there. And, I mean, the storms haven't hit us yet. I'm fine. I bring the energy. It's fine. It's going to be fine. As long as... And Apollo likes it because he's always smiling at it. It's good energy. I hope so. Please be good energy. It's not going to lie to your good energy. bring nothing negative. No. Yeah, but... Nothing negative. That didn't come... I am not going to bring anything... I ain't going to bring no negative up in here. No, not at all. that would mean I am. (laughs) I am not going to bring anything negative. No, not negative. (laughs) Sorry. Keep going with the story. So, okay, so she... Supposedly she has three children, but at some point it... They... She only talks about two sons and then a daughter at some points, and then she brings up four children. I don't really know. it was a trip to get through this article about herself, and then I'd go to other articles to kind of line up the timeline for everything that she ha- that she goes through and to make her not paint her to the saint she's trying to be. Of course. So, on her site, she states her husband, her first husband, um... Well, maybe Terry. that was it. Maybe one... Sorry to interrupt, but no, maybe one of... Maybe her, one of the husbands... She's claiming it's stepchild, maybe? That's... Okay, see, I wrote that, too. Okay. You're... We on that, we on that wavelength, sister. Uh, Vibing. With them good vibes, sir. 
ghost <laughs> thing. Um, she states her husband, Terry Moore, died on her birthday, November 15, 1990, from, um, from a malignant melanoma, cancer. Mm. Um, another site said her husband died in a bailing accident. I'm not sure if she was married more than once, but that's what I found. Okay. So, because one art, uh, her article says melanoma, another one said a bailing accident, so I don't know if she was married more than once. I Did they that. both die on her birthday? No. No. <laughs> How bananas. Just just years apart. Just years. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Right? Let's talk about being paranormally bitch slapped. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Saw it in an episode I watched and I knew I had to throw it in on this podcast. Sorry. Thank you for that reference. That was really loud. I'm so sorry if you're listening to I this was really loud. It's right. it but happens. it's better than what episode 37 was because I fixed the audio. Yay. And I just yelled again. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Just kidding. No. Okay. Um, dum, 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 dum. She said he was a good husband, a godly man, and a great father. They had two sons together who were two, or, two, or, mm-hmm. two and four when her husband died. Um, the couple were members for a church, and they were youth leaders. Terry and Helen attended sports and school events that their kids were in. He died at their home. Um, she put the address in there, 1312 Cliff Drive in Graham, Texas. I'm so sorry if you live there now. Someone died there. Um, she said her and Terry's dad, Alvis Moore, took turns holding him as he passed away. So that's why I'm thinking, okay, he probably died of cancer. Right. And then she ended up having another husband who died in the bailing accident. Um, and plus I like the name Alvis. It's not Elvis, it's Alvis. Anyways, uh, the night her husband died, there was liquid morphine in the house, but the doctor removed it that night that Terry died. Um, this is relevant for the story later on. This liquid morphine. After Terry's death, she ended up taking the kids to church. In her article, she wrote herself, supposedly. She magically has four kids now. I don't know if they were stepchildren or she's delusional. (laughs) That's just what I wrote. Um, She said people didn't know how to react to a widow who had four children. She said it became uncomfortable and she felt they were unwanted at the church, so they stopped going. She then was presided Prozac to help cope with her husband's death, which is an antidepressant. And that Prozac plays a lot into... Later on, when we get to the murder part of the story. So, after some time, Helen ends up meeting a man whose name was Casey Elliott. And uh, Helen claims this is where her downfall began. He came around her property with another fella. (laughs) I wrote that a few times in here. I'm like, all right. Named Tommy Bent. And a few others who were friends with Helen's daughter, Amy. Casey and Tommy would take her sons to cattle auctions where they would buy cattle. Who worked for Lynn Bent who was Tommy's mother, and who owned Graham Livestock Cattle Auction. Um, So Tommy and Casey lived on a ranch together at this time until their water well ended up having a problem. So Tommy left to go live with his parents, and Casey ended up at Helen's house and just seemed to move in. Like, okay, she's vague in this article, but whatever, Helen. (laughs) Okay, I was like, whatever, space, dot, 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 page turn. Helen. Um, She says he worked his way into her life through bonding with her boys. Casey is quite a bit younger than Helen. He was born March 3rd, 1968, which that put them at 14 years difference between them. So she's a cougar. Yeah. Not a cute one, though. Well, it's whatever. Was she ugly? I don't remember. I researched this about a week ago. Um, it's irrelevant. Uh, Casey didn't have... She a has good... an ugly soul, Nicole. She's, she's fucking bananas. Like, just <laughs> reading this... If you always want to go look up this blog and just read through it, I mean, that's where I got a lot of my notes, but... Yeah, I, she just, she's a cuckoo nut. 
Casey didn't have a good relationship with his parents, according to Helen, and for 15 years of his life, Casey didn't know who his father was and actually went by Casey Snow for some time. Mm. Helen wrote she would purchase gifts for Casey's parents, and he would present them to them. Um, the year prior to meeting Helen and moving into her home, Casey was mostly on his own and rarely dated and didn't go visit his parents that year. I'm not sure where they were living at this time, and he used to take his holidays alone. This is all from her writing. Like, okay. her, it, it just, it's like a really bad run on sentence. It, or it's just not. It's the way we talk. It's, yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how to English right now. It's fine. So, um, Casey earlier mentioned worked for Lynn Bent. At one time went to a livestock auction. Um, took with her check, he took Lynn's money. Instead of purchasing, he stole the cattle and brought them across the Texas-Oklahoma border. How do you steal how do you steal cows? He did it. I just, I wonder, because I, I've never been, sorry, babble time, pause yeah. for the cause. Um, I know we live in cattle country. Yep. I, I assume you do the hay, bada, 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 not batter. I'm sorry. But you, hey, bada, 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 give me that cow, bada, bada. Yes. Right? Sold to the bada, bada, back. Yes. And so, and then when you do the sold thing, and then you meet with the auctioneer at the end, yeah. don't you say, like, here's my money, or here's my account, or whatever, you know, yeah. if, if you're friends with the auctioneer, then they know, whatever, I would think, here we go with that run-on sentence, um, or the I mean, Babylon, because I'm a Babylonian. And then we don't know how to breathe, did you hear that big old, <gasps> she had to take, because I did that while I was reading. Mm-hmm. We were kindred spirits, me and it's the sister fact. of mine. It's <laughs> anyway, I just... I wonder how you're able to steal it. Like, was it a bad check? Did he say, I have the money in the bank, and they took his word for it, and then when they went to yeah, like, get the just, money transferred, it wasn't just there? steal cattle? And I, how many? Like, right? it, it cattle. Doesn't specify, like, yeah. Cattle. Like, that's... I would assume that's more than one cow. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I thought of a time that... Okay, my friend works for one of our beef packing plants here, because Dodd City is deemed the cowboy capital of the world. Thanks. And my best friend is security at one of them, and one time she was talk, trying to... I don't know what we were texting about, but she put cattle... Oh, cattle scale is what she's doing, but somehow she typed out cattle scattle. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds like a real fun dance. I did the cattle scattle. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I felt yeah, like yeah. that was... He, he skedaddled those cattle out of there. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't mess that up. Good Thank job. You. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye. Good night. Um, <laughs> Figure out the rest. <laughs> just go look up this weird article. Okay, so Lynn and Casey went to a different rancher's pastures with these cattle, and many of these cows ended up dying. I don't know what... If oh. he just got a bad batch, they had the cattle scattered. Karma's a bitch. You're going to steal? Yeah. Well, now guess what? You're not going to be able to make a profit from these well, cows. Lynn and Casey were both caught, and they had to go to trial for the cattle theft in Graham, Texas. Um, they escaped receiving just a sentence because Danny McCoy uh, um, is, the I'm assuming, the guy they stole him from because his name was just there, okay. um, accepted a partial payment for the st- stolen cattle. Casey was instructed he wouldn't be able to buy any cattle for five years. Imagine, that's just like... This is not a crime that you you think like oh you stole some cows now you can't buy any for five years, like but just, if that's your thing that's a big effing deal yeah because he's there's a lot about him like Kate okay we'll get there Nicole stop Sorry. it's fine it's fine no but just I, I hear what you're saying you can't you can't buy like from them or just in general like how do you is there like the face on every auctioneer's thing of do not do not sell, sell to, to person, Casey you know uh, whatever his last name was. Oh, I just already forgot. That's great. Graham. No, it's not. That's that's where they're at is Graham, Texas. What the frick was his name? Elliot. Okay. Elliot. Elliot. 
<laughs> Vibin', man. Fans of E.T. for sure. <laughs> Why did I just do Star Trek? Bye. God, you guys can't see my hands. I'm going to edit that out. No, I'm not. It's fine. Okay. Um, can't buy cattle for five years. So, um, Helen goes to write about more about Casey saying he drove a cattle truck for Brewer Trucking and he didn't get into trouble when he started running drugs, but his running buddy did in another truck, which they were running through Mississippi. The truck ended up being confiscated. Yep. Helen said she believed that Casey was in New Mexico at one point and took drugs to help ease back pain. He's a big fella, 300 plus pounds, and he's tall. Poor Kay? I think we're going to have an Arlo come visit. And a pause for the cops. Well, that was short-lived because he didn't come downstairs. Um, okay. Um, okay, yeah, he's running drugs, saying he's a, big, he, he's a big boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. 300 plus pounds. I don't remember if I say how tall he is, but I feel like he was very tall he as well. He was four foot three. Oh. Imagine a four foot three person being 300 pounds? No, I feel like it's me. But... <laughs> Shauna is not that fucking big, you guys. And if you follow our social media, you can fucking see that. You're right, I'm like four foot one. No, but <laughs> I'm gonna smack her. I'm five four. All I can think about is like the blob. <laughs> not now. I was thinking of like when Violet Beauregard and Willy Wonka eats the blueberry. Yes, That's, yes, yes. But I mean, I know that she's like expanding, but like I'm just picturing her like shrunk down. Yes. That or would, you, now I'm be thinking move, of Jabba like, the Hutt. You wouldn't. Yes. I was more. That was kind of like a. It's it's spooky season. Good job of the hut with a machete. Mouse gets fried. This is really getting away from me. Keep going. Okay. So at this time, Helen states allegedly that this is when Casey started to abuse her. There's no evidence. Just all her stating this from her website. She wrote on because I didn't write that enough in this article. Did you guys know I got this from her website that she wrote? Possibly. It could have been hacked. <laughs> Just a few times. That's fine. It's hacked by me. I actually wrote all this. I am Helen. Hi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so he started threatening her as well. This is all her allegedly stating this. Said if she told any... If, if, that, that, if she, okay. Anne said if she told anyone, he would kill her or one of her children. Mm. Like one of the three or one of the four? One of the twelve and... Three quarters. Gotcha. That's the fat one. Um, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm not trying. I'm stressed because I know what's about to happen. Okay. Casey then supposedly made Helen go see an attorney um, with him. I I didn't type that right. Okay. And have their wills drawn up, but Helen didn't end up signing hers. She felt if she did, he would have taken her life. This part, next part is important. And this is still from Helen's point of view. She wrote that Casey said both purchased life insurance, which we did. Um, she writes in all caps again, this was Casey Elliott's idea. They both signed their policies, so she signed that, but not her living will. Oh. Which makes zero sense to me. So, so it was one about money and the other not? I guess so. I, I That's what this all boils Seems. down to, okay. is this life insurance story coming in. Mm-hmm. And um, her boys' names, which were brought up, were Dickie, Michael, Chad... And then her daughter, Amy. So there's four names right there. Okay. Um, yeah. They were well-rounded kids and participated in rodeos, except Chad. He liked playing soccer and baseball, as did Michael. The kids kept busy with their sporting events. I think it, like, went into detail, like, and the mom, uh, Helen, she, I think she did barrel racing or horse, something Mm. with horses, too. Mm. And I just, 
I didn't feel like that was really relevant. They just, they're kids. They do things. Um, <laughs> right on. They're just literally. Good job, kids. I just Who wanted to bring them up because they they get mentioned a few times. Okay. And they needed to be named. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. And so do they. Yes, they do. Probably don't want to be associated with their crazy mom, but whatever. No, I meant they are listeners, but sure. Okay, them too. <laughs> Dickie, Michael, Chad, Amy, you out there? Hi. Are you guys in Wyoming? <gasps> Obviously, if you are, you're not listening. You're not listening. Wyoming's like, fuck that podcast. <laughs> yeah, We've what heard enough. What you said? That's what Wyoming is Guess saying. what, Wyoming? We still made up 8,000 without you. When we love you. We'd love you to listen. Okay. I'm just going to start bullying you because I'm upset. No, bullying's wrong. It is wrong, but fucking listen to us. <laughs> God damn it. I'm fine. One instance she writes about is how Casey beat her and mentally abused her as well. One instance was on, um, I said, okay, it's fine. Christmas Eve, 1995. Cassie. Casey. Mm-hmm. Bye. Supposedly was very mad Helen was sick and couldn't go to his mother's house for Christmas. This is all her POV. She received a beating and couldn't go to her own mother's house because she blamed she was so hurt and had problems with her ribs, neck, and back. Mm. Um, I don't know why I had to count that out on my fingers, but I did. You didn't see it. It's fine. You don't know what's happening. You don't want to show you our faces. That's why we haven't made Patreon episodes yet. Four um, foot three, blob. <laughs> <laughs> now you are, Now we're going to have to find filters where we can just record an entire Patreon episode of just us as blobs. Yes. Maybe maybe we, maybe we we'll, maybe we'll have one or we'll finally do a Patreon and that'll just be us blobbing it and we'll do it for... We'll, We'll put it out on Halloween. There we go. Now I have a goal. You're welcome. We're, um, but also keep sending in your things for bu- Buddy Babbles. Buddy please. Babbles. <laughs> Blobby Babbles. Okay, bye. Um, what inst- okay, no, I already read that. Um, Helen claims she asked Casey to leave her house in life, but he would just laugh at her and refuse. Like I said, this is all from her story. Moving to January 1996. I was three. No, I wasn't. Not yet. Helen said she was working in a livestock barn because her goats were kidding, giving birth. They weren't joking around. <laughs> I was like, love well, those goats. <laughs> they were just kidding. <laughs> they were like, that. <laughs> I never knew that's what it's called, but it makes sense. But we're I kidding. love it so much. Kidding. Because goats, babies are called kids. Mm. If you're not. I'm, I used to go to a farm and I had a goat named after me and we're not going to talk about that story. But I always call Apollo a goat. I always say he's making goat. I don't, I, I always say he's making goat noises. He does. And yes. I say he makes cat noises. So I've got a goat cat. Yep. I didn't give birth to a human. Mm-hmm. I'm into weird shit. <laughs> Bye everyone. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I give birth to a goat and a cat and it's a baby. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. And I'm the dad. Anyway. And guess what? We're kidding. <laughs> I came full circle! Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Welcome back. Continue? <laughs> oh my god, that, that really guys, got away from me. I am I... over seven years sober, and I don't believe Nicole's drank since prior to... No, I have. Oh, okay, I'm just It's kidding. been a couple weeks. And so, now, but now I don't... Sober. I went out because one of my friends was in town, Babble Time, and um, this is irrelevant to... Anything. Anything ever, because that's what we do. We rarely go off topic from the case. Bullshit. I mean, okay, so usually when we do babble time, usually it's because we, we're talking about something that's going on in the case. That's true. That's usually where our babbles go, but this right. is... Um, but yeah, I finally went out, and I it was only for like two and a half hours, which I felt I was comfortable enough with that, and because um, my friend was in town from New Mexico, and I don't get to see her very much, so that's the only reason, but then, yeah, I was ready to go home as soon as I got home. I was like, yeah, it was good. But yeah, um, but that, after drinking that, I'm like, eh, 
Yeah. Meh. My point was, we're completely sober. This is just who we are as human beings. And I stayed up really late talking to a friend last night on the phone. And I have a baby, and then I had to go to work this morning. And luckily, I mean, Apollo's been sleeping through the night, so I, but I think I am a little delirious. Sure. What time is it? 8.51. Holy shit. And the okay. retrograde and the new moon. It's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. And lot, I have lot, an lot. infant. Facts. Who's basically the size I've of a I've got an infant wrestling. growing on the side of my mouth, but there's that. It's not her. I, it's I a impregnated that too. Yes. I mean. She is this daddy uncle. <laughs> daddy uncle. Dad. Grandpa. Gross. Sister. Anyways. Sorry. Gross. Back. back to the case. Um, yep. Let's see how many people don't listen to this episode or don't finish because it. Because they're like, these girls are too much. <laughs> And you know what I, I like swear listening? only if it's people who know us are they going to actually gonna make like, it through the podcast. They're going to be like, like it was like is... I was in the room with you. <laughs> Don. Hey, we babe. Love you. Hey, girl. We know you're still listening. We love you so goddamn much. We appreciate it. This will be the only play we get on this whole episode. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm glad it doesn't show who only listens to like a certain length of time. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So... <laughs> now we're going to get back into it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start this page over because I think we've probably forgotten by now. Mm-hmm. So it's January 1996. She was in the livestock farm because her goats were kidding, giving birth, okay. and she was having her son Chad help her. And I mentioned Chad quite a bit because he actually recently passed away in a car accident. Oh, rest in yes. peace, Chad. Yes. Um, they went inside and allegedly found her son. Trigger warning. Okay. Trigger warning. This is going to get a little graphic between... And this is from her perspective. Trigger warning right now. Um, found her son Michael giving oral sex to her son Dickie, um, who said that Casey had made them do this when she wasn't around and that Helen didn't stop him. Oh. Um, that's what these boys claimed. But Helen claims that she had no idea this was going on in her house. When Casey got home that night, she confronted him about it and he just laughed at her and she got another beating, according to her. She told him to get out of her house and to not come back. He was very good at um, hiding the beatings from the children. They didn't see him beat... Oh, I said... They didn't see him beat me, which I was taking it from her um, article. Only hit me once in a while. Like, so he just, like, kind of probably, like, smack her in front of the kids. But he never, like, did, like, a full-blown... Yeah, but kids aren't stupid and they see and they can hear. Right. And when you're that crazy, the birth oh, no, And when you're going to be, if, if, you know, if, if this person truly is abusive and stuff, as much as you think these kids aren't seeing. They're seeing it. Oh, 100%. Thank yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so they're claiming that this man makes them do that. But yeah. He, but he was he in the room when this was happening? No. So they, No, because she said he came home that night. And she confronted him about it, and then he beat her. But he wouldn't give her a full-blown beating in front of the kids. Just smack her every once in a while, which is still not okay. Um, The next morning, she claimed that she had a cracked rib when um, when she took the kids to school and told Casey to not be there when she returned. Um, she got groceries and a tire for the horse tra- trailer that she needed to get. She ran several errands to give Casey time to get back, um, to get out of her house. When she got back, he was gone. And then in another article that I was, that I was taking notes from said she came back and he was dead oh. at her house. I mean, he's gone. Uh, gone. <laughs> in <a> former fashion. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. Cause I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get to that part about more about Casey and what people said, thought of him. Um, it was said that he was drugged heavily with morphine. Hey. Remember? We talked about that. Oh, uh, crap. 
drugged heavily with morphine and that is ultimately what ended his life, the lethal dose. So instead of like calling, you know, the police like a normal person would, um, or, you know, a not guilty person would, not that I can say she did it, but I mean, she is in prison. Mm-hmm. So she, this is what she does. Uh, it gets a little graphic, but according not According really. to her, right? This yeah. is what she does. According yep. to her. She puts his body report. in a tarp, ties a rope around it, and she used a car to haul it outside and put it into a two horse trailer. Remember, he's, I don't remember his height, but he's 300 pounds. He's a big fella. He's four foot three. Just you guys three. He's, really, he's really not. <laughs> we don't know. But he's a big dude. Like, 300 pounds ain't it's, no joke. Yeah, and the one picture heavy. I found of him, like, he's got a pretty full face. Okay. So he's um, probably at least six foot. I mean, I, at I least, don't know. I want to, I feel like six five. I feel like so tall he's probably, and, he's just huge. Okay. He's a big fella. Big old, old cowboy. Um, oh, goodness. Well, did you guys hear that? That was a toot. An Apollo toot. Yes. We're trying to get, I'm trying to get him to chill out so he doesn't get too loud because he just got off the boob. Um, doo, 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 doo. Okay, puts him, yeah, drags him, him. In, yeah, drags him into the two horse trailer. Then she uses a knife to cut his body into eight pieces. She said she drove around. Oh, I'm trying time. to think of those pieces. Hold on, in case you, in case you're about to tell us what it is. No, okay, I'm assuming. Okay, so if you cut off a head and the arms and the legs, that's four, five. Because the torso would be five. Yep. We need three more pieces. Did she cut off some digits? Maybe a penis? Maybe the balls? Maybe that's separate, so that's two more. We're missing one. His legs? That's what I said. Okay, so I'm thinking if you cut legs yeah. and arms, that's, that's four. four. Torso. Okay, five. and then the head? Six. Five. Okay, and then torsos? Okay. Six. And then balls and penis? Seven, eight. Let, if any of his family listens to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. If they are listening, ooh. <laughs> but I mean that. If you're not going to tell me what the pieces are, or the parts are, well, you haven't not, told me yet. No, that's my guess. But, but you know, what are your thoughts, Babylonians? What right. parts do you think were cut? If there were eight, <laughs> chopping, eight balls, just got eight balls. Ch- chopping, chopping. Chop, up a chop. body into eight different pieces. pieces. Yeah, but you know that's like a common thing that some women do to abusers, especially. Oh, yeah. I, not saying he ever like raped her or anything, right? But some people have talked about mm-hmm. like cutting off penises of rabbits. Hello, yeah, perfect name for what she did. Okay, yup, Lorena. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so yeah, cuts him into eight pieces. She drove. This is from another article. This isn't her. She said she drove around and looked for rivers and low areas in the town of Young Stephen. Or these are counties. Um, I put towns. I was wrong. Young Stevens, Palo Pinto, and Arath. E-R-A-T-H, or Ath counties, to hide the remains. All that was recovered was his head, his torso, and his leg. Dude, I'm pretty right on. Right. Okay. Yep. Sorry. So those were the only things that I don't... So three out of five were found. Yeah. And to this day, I think that's all they recovered. Like, the rest of his parts are still out there somewhere in Texas. Um, A week later, Helen was questioned about his whereabouts. She asked her kids, and their friends said... Uh, and their friends that they had seen him, but no one had. Her house was searched by the sheriff, and nothing was found, according to Helen. When they questioned Helen, they noticed blood stains on her wooden porch. Helen said that the blood came from a pig that had been killed. They asked if they could come inside the home to check things out, and she agreed. Um, so, yeah, a couple different articles. It did end up being pig's blood that they found on the porch. Okay. I don't know how they determined it, but... They asked if they could come inside the home to check things. Oh, yeah, she agreed. The floor inside the home looked as though the carpet had been removed. 
She said um, they had fight a, they had had a fight about the carpet and that she had decided to burn the carpet because her boyfriend said that she was a bad housekeeper. That's a little suspicious to me mm-hmm. because you're going to burn carpet. Like, why not just throw it away? Like, why would you need to full on burn it? Like, that's, that's really suspicious. Yes. yes. Um, after that, he was angry and stormed out. Police then got a call about some possible human remains that had been found in some prairie grass. An examination of the scene indicated that the body had been moved to that location and an autopsy found traces of morphine in the body. Um, His body was identified through a paternity test. Mm. Um, Police went back to the house to um, ask questions about the pig and they took blood samples. The blood samples proved that the blood was from a pig and not a human being. Helen, however, did lawyer up, and her lawyer's name was David Knight, and he was from Wichita Falls, as a um, torso had been found, and then her son-in-law was a police officer in Breckenridge, Texas, and told her to lawyer up straight away. Just to... Lawyering up doesn't always mean guilt, but... I mean, in this case, obviously, but it's just... you're It's the last... smart to lawyer up. It's very, very yeah. smart to lawyer up. Especially because you're probably one of the last people he encountered mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, in March of 1995, no, 95, 96, I think I mistyped that because we were in January of 96. She was arrested for murder. And by the time Casey's family heard of this, they said Kellen, Kellen, Helen Ellen killed. Kellen. As you say, Helen Keller? Helen Killen. <laughs> Helen killed him for the insurance money. Because remember, they right. both took out insurance policies and they were each other's beneficiary. <clears throat> My mouth is very dry. Okay. So Helen claims she didn't know she doesn't know who committed the crime at this time in nineteen ninety five, but this changes later. See it says ninety five. What maybe it was I don't know. Whoops, it's either ninety five or ninety six, peeps. I'm so sorry. Hey, was it ninety five? Paul is trying to tell you. He doesn't know what's happening. Okay. Calm down, you're fine. Well, all that noise is people upstairs. Yep. Stomp, 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 stomp. Definitely. Yep. So Helen, yeah, she doesn't know who committed the crime. Um, She claimed her innocence regardless of what people thought. Years later, she claimed she knows who killed Casey and dismembered his body. He was, oh, yeah. I I reiterated about how he was cut into eight pieces. Um, Not all of the pieces were recovered. Mm -hmm. And so she claimed she found out who committed the murder but hadn't released their names because they had threatened to kill one of her children if she spoke of it. So she went in front of she went in front of three grand jury sessions um, and was sentenced to homicide and murder. Her attorney forced her to sign a plea bargain by threatening her with a death sentence if she refused. Goodness. This is what she wrote on her website again, um, that she was forced to by her lawyer because um, she knew eventually she wouldn't she wouldn't have received the death penalty if she hadn't signed the plea deal, her words. It claimed she was affected by Prozac, and that's what sent her into a tizzy and made the decision she made. I know, tizzy. I tizzy, that was fun. that's a medical term? Um, yes, that is. I'm in a tizzy. Mm-hmm. Dumb fuck. I, um, I don't know. I, it's just, it's kind of wonky. Okay, anyways. Uh, at one point, she said she was in jail, and they mixed up her medications with one of the other inmates, and it made them both deathly sick. She was sick for several days. She vomited, and the other inmate had to be given a pacemaker after the mix-up, according Ooh. to Helen. Yeah, I don't know if this is factual. This was all on her site, because like I said, she doesn't. She's not like insane, but she's definitely a little off. Just, just how everything was written. Now that I think about it, and I can kind of remember her face. She wasn't like that 
unattractive, I guess you could say. I don't know. You guys can judge for yourself on when you when I post her self her pictures. Um, Helen apparently thrives in prison because she was she was made a trustee and worked in the Palo Pinto jail for the captain and lieutenant in their office. She even cleaned the sheriff's office. And she writes, quote, If I had wanted Casey dead, I would have shot him, as I was a good shot. But this didn't enter my head. You just don't do things like that. Going around killing folks is wrong. Whatever they uh, have or haven't done. And I was like, because that's something that's something to admit to, being a good shot. <laughs> and she's lucky she didn't die by a gunshot and that she just killed him by overdosing him with morphine. She's mm -hmm. a real genius, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She said that he was viewed as a good old boy, and good old boys don't do that. And then she states that he was not a good old boy, but small-minded Texas people in small towns don't want to hear about mental and sexual abuse of a woman. In her side, it, um, it feels like she contradicts herself a lot, because at one point she writes, after the plea bargain, I did lie about places where the body parts might be, and I, and I said things to protect my family. Oh. So that's a little... Right. That right. kind of... I'm like, all right, girl. That doesn't make no sense. That doesn't make any sense. There you go. I'm fine. So this is why I didn't become an English teacher like I thought I should. <laughs> However, I couldn't... Okay, this was um, more quote from her site. However, I couldn't have had pills in my house left over from my late husband's illness because the house burned after an electrical fire and any pills were kept high up in the bathroom and would have been destroyed if there had been any. Okay, and she says pills. It was liquid morphine mm -hmm. that was brought up in the beginning that her husband had. So, again, contradiction. Mm -hmm. um, num, num, num. When I was in a... when I, Okay, this is more of her, not me. I'm not in jail. When I was in jail, a hearing would be scheduled, then postponed. Then, then the next day, a body part would turn up in an area already searched. And although it was hot, the body parts would not be fully decomposed. Um, now I ask you, quote, Why did Tommy Bent get away with cutting locks on property belonging to my elderly mother to steal horses that belonged to me and my children? So she then all of a sudden she just, this is like towards the end of the article, and she talks about the horses getting stolen off their property. And that's like where it ends. What? Yeah. She talks about him like stealing from her family. Well, her brain goes in so many directions. Yeah, I mean, wow. so does mine, but like, not like that. Yeah. So and my, I leave you oh, with, goodness. what do you think? What do you guys think? Yeah, what do you Apollo think Apollo does not love it. Him's mad. He's yeah. a mad little... I fucking can't. I keep thinking. I see it looked like that white figure again that walked by the last time we were recording. So if y'all can, like, listen real close in case y'all can hear things I can't. Because sometimes microphones... Got an EMS going on while we record. Right. <laughs> You know what? Maybe I should or leave this e running e for e a night and let it just... Voice. Uh, e I don't... E no, you're an like EMF. EVP. EVP, yeah. yeah. What's EMF? I EMF? I don't know. Is that it, a it band sounds... from the 90s? Or... No. It's fine. EMF, I think it was. EMF. No, there's EMF readings, and then there's AVP. EVP. AVP? RBP? MVP? Electrical voice phenomenon. BVP, because you're all Babylonian, very important people. I don't know what just happened. You guys, we're, we're going to have to end this because we, we're dumb. This is a lot, and Apollo's kind of getting a little restless because he's getting sleepy. And, and it's I, later than normal. Much later, it's, and that's probably why I'm tired because I have not Arlo's slept enough. past Arlo's bedtime. Way past his bedtime, but he got to go and enjoy the lake this weekend. Boom, shakalaka. But Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters does all of our intro sounds. Thank you. Forever and ever, amen. Um... Uh, send us send your us stories. stories and send us what you think about this one. I would love to hear yours yours input. 
yeah, send us what you think about yours input, please. Because I want um, it real bad. Because we definitely go on a babble. This, this was a lot. And we, I, we, I, if you made it to the end, we love you. So I much. love you so much. Apollo loves you. Mm-hmm. You hear the noises, Don? Because he's talking to you. He's still talking to you. Okay. But, All right. Until next time. Babylon. Hello, Twisted Humans! This is the podcast where two best friends chat true crime and have a glass or two of wine. I'm Alicia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is Twisted and Uncorked! So join us every week for Casual Tuesdays where we release a new episode. We are now available on all platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Rate, review, and subscribe. Cheers! Cheers!